Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is week two of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I could not be more excited uh, to continue to impart some wisdom on you, give you some more financial advice, financial tips, and, and thoughts on, on money that I have. This week, we are set to cover our financial action plan, and that'll be this week and next week. Today, the particular topic that we're going to cover is submitting to a financial plan. So this isn't an actionable step on the plan, but it is something that uh, we need to talk about. We need to talk about the importance of submitting to a plan before you can even start working through the process of a financial action plan. Before we get started, this is a brand new YouTube channel and podcast, so it would really help me out a lot if you would go down below and click the big red subscribe button also click the little bell uh, to get any notifications of the content that we post also like this video leave me some comments leave me some feedback to where i can um, interact with you all uh, on youtube also if you're interested in the podcast the podcast is available on itunes and spotify so you can listen to that there also subscribe to that uh, that would be really helpful to, to me in order to give you really good content moving forward. I, I want to, to be around for, for a long time to come. So if you could do those things, that would, be, that would be really, really helpful. And we can continue moving forward together. So what do I mean by a, plan, a financial plan? A plan needs to be something, first of all, that is written down. So the first thing that you need to do in your financial plan is write down your goals, write down what you want to achieve financially. And these things, don't type it, don't go and just think of these things. Actually, get out a pen and paper, write these things down. Because things that are written down, you're, you're more likely to actually act those things out in real life. So sit down, if, if you're married, sit down with your spouse, or um, we talked last week about a person that you can talk to, a trusted person, maybe sit down with that trusted person and talk to them about, hey, do you think this is a good financial goal to have? Do you think this is a, a responsible goal to actually uh, look towards, to actually try to achieve? The things that you want to look at are how long is this goal going to take? Write that down. How long, how long you think that goal is going to take? And also what you're going to have to sacrifice or what you're going to have to do to get to that place financially. And continuing along those lines, there's the budget. You need to do a budget in order to show that you can actually reach these financial goals. You can't just haphazardly write down some goals that may not actually be attainable. Actually going through your budget and starting with income at the top and then you follow with all of your monthly expenses, what that's going to do is that's gonna give you a, a realistic point of view of where you are financially and where you can go. So that budget kind of works hand in hand with writing down your goals because if you write down goals that you can't achieve, that's just, that, that's gonna set you back even further because you're looking towards something that that is unrealistic. And we, we want things that we can we can grasp, but we want them to be just at our fingertips. We want to to grasp out as far as we can and and reach the the furthest that we can in order to uh, succeed financially as far as we can forward. Uh, we don't want to 
make goals that are are really easy to get and and really easy to to meet because if you're just constantly meeting these these really easy goals you're always going to think that you don't have to sacrifice anything or you don't have to do anything that is out of your comfort zone no we we want you to push your limits but we don't want you to push past what you can actually do this budget will allow you to adjust your spending realize the income that you're bringing in allow you to pay off debt faster allow you to um, save for retirement at a greater pace than you were previously so doing this budget is going to be an integral part of our financial action plan and so this is something that you just need to do up front and get out of the way this budget needs to be done at least monthly review it every month because monthly things change you, your birthday doesn't come every month or your your child's birthday doesn't come every month so those are you know expenses that are that are going to come um, periodically they're not going to come every month on the month and like I said previously you need to be accountable to somebody about these goals in this budget so just don't don't get in the habit of trying to do it all yourself especially if if you are single have somebody that that you can work with or somebody that that you trust to to look over your goals look over your numbers and your budget and tell you if they really think that that what you're what you are pointing towards is is achievable and if it's if it's something that that is a prudent financial plan for the long term in, in your life so you may say why do i need a financial plan well regardless of where you are financially you need a plan you need a plan to continue moving forward if you're not growing you're you're digressing so we we want you to to continue moving forward and to do so we need a good financial plan that's that's laid out step by step so we'll kind of start with those people who are in debt or maybe really deep in debt or or maybe you've been in bankruptcy maybe you've foreclosed on your home any number of things you're just in a bad financial spot you're in financial distress we're going to start with those people and just see what see why a financial plan is particularly useful to them so at this point if you are that person then you need to build some good financial habits you are lacking in good financial habits or else some of those things that you've dealt with in the past wouldn't have wouldn't have occurred so you need to build good financial habits you may also need a good plan to pay off your debt efficiently you you have all this student loan debt or all this credit card debt or or whatever it may be and so if you're in that place you, you need that plan you may also have a low income relative to others around you and if that's the case then you need to know how to allocate that income efficiently you can't just spend out of your ears if you don't have the money to to spend so we we want to be efficient in the way that we're allocating our our income if we're still in that place where we're not making a whole lot and we're just getting by maybe we're paycheck to paycheck we need to allocate efficiently as, as best as possible and also we just need some hope we need some hope if we're in these financially distressed places to move forward if you don't have a plan you're gonna lack some motivation you're gonna lack some hope that you may have otherwise to to move forward and do things that you've never done and push the envelope and try to get yourself to a better place big contributing factors 
to moving forward are going to be some of those things that we talked about earlier. Are going to be accountability with a person, writing down goals, creating a budget. They're just so integral into all parts of your life. And if you're in that financially distressed place, you need those more than anybody. So then let's turn to some people who maybe this overlaps with somebody who's financially distressed, or maybe it is, it's somebody who's, who's in a different place. But let's talk about those who are, are young and, and fresh into adult life and making money. And maybe you're out of college and you, and you have your first job, or maybe you're out of high school, you have your first job, and you're just really needing to get on good financial footing. A plan is going to help you do that. A financial plan is going to help you push through some of those worries that come with being an, an early 20-something person. It, it's, it's a difficult place to be because you're, you're going through all these uncharted places and you're wondering how you're going to make it and how you're going to pay for this and how you're going to pay for that. Well, having a plan and having a budget is going to allow you to do those things in an efficient way. We want to build financial habits that are good early on. And if you are young, if you are fresh out of college or fresh out of high school and you have that first job and, and you're, you're trying to make it, start those habits now because if you persist in bad habits longer, it's just going to be a bigger and bigger hole that you have to dig yourself out of later. And we don't want that. We want you to, to have good habits already established. That way you can just continue in these habits and, and continue doing the right things financially and succeed in the long term. So we'll continue with those who may be in, in a little different place than, than those who are, are really young. Maybe we'll talk about those who are in the middle class and are living paycheck to paycheck. And maybe you've been working for a while, 10, 15, 20 years, and you've just been in a rut. You've been doing things the same way this entire time, and you need to build new habits. You need to do new things. You need to create a good financial life for yourself before you get to that point of retirement. You need a plan. What you have to know is that your financial life can be way more than it is today. You can get out of this cycle. This cycle is not never-ending. You can break it at any point with, with new decisions and new habits that will allow you to, to push through and, and move forward and, and create something that maybe you didn't even think was possible. Maybe you had lost hope in the fact that you could be a millionaire or that you could live in retirement comfortably or maybe even more comfortable than you do now. Those things can happen. You just have to believe it. You have to start with some kind of plan that will get you to that place. You can't just aimlessly wander into a place that you've never been. You have to have a plan to get to that place and continue forward. It's very likely that if you're in that place that just a few minor adjustments can really get you over the hump, that can really just get you to the place that, that you need to be, get you to that next level financially. And that's what we wanna do. We wanna use a financial plan that, that has some actionable steps to get you to that place, to, to push you over the hump. So now let's shift just a little more and maybe you're older, maybe you're pushing towards retirement at a, at a much faster rate than others and you've just done the same thing for, for years and years and years and you've never really made any traction, well just know that you're never too old to make a financial change. You're never too old to change your own life. You just have to decide. You have to decide that you are open to change. You have to decide that you're open to doing new things. And a financial action plan 
can allow you to take steps that will make the remainder of your life and the retirement years that you have in front of you more fulfilling and it'll it'll make them the more comfortable and and hopefully a lot of fun we we want to have fun in retirement and so it if you are in that place just don't think that you're stuck just like i was saying to to those who are living paycheck to paycheck and been working for a while don't think that you're stuck you can break a cycle no matter what age so if you're already in that place just believe that there is hope believe that there there is a way to do new things and you just have to be open to it you have to be willing to try things that that you haven't tried before that are very likely to work relative to what you've been doing so one more group that i want to look at directly are those who already have a really good income or maybe have a a large net worth already or and are very wealthy already if you're already doing a lot of the the right things that's fantastic the problem is is that a lot of income and a lot of money can be difficult to deal with it can be difficult to make decisions when it comes to larger amounts it, it just can and so i want you to be in a place to where you have a plan with what you're going to do with your money you have your budget you have these steps that you can take in order to to get to where you want to be financially and if you already have all that set up then it's it's basically autopilot it's just follow the steps do what the steps say and you don't have to worry so much about being in a place where oh i have all this money i need to analyze everything and i need to 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 research everything yes analyzing and researching very very important aspects of good financial management but you can get paralyzed by that paralysis by analysis we don't want that to happen and so if you have the financial plan in front of you you can just say oh well the next step on this plan is to do x and so we're going to do that thing and continue to move forward instead of just getting stuck and and not knowing what to do with the things that you've already done to create a high income or a high net worth. So you may be saying, "Dylan, how do I know that a financial plan is going to work for me? How do I know that this is the right thing for me to do?" Well, let's just start with this. There are costs to every action that you take. There are opportunity costs in everything that you do. So, if you're trying to make a financial decision, then whatever decision that you choose is you foregoing some other decision to make that particular decision happen to make that particular idea what you're going to do and in order to do that in a responsible way we have to plan before we act if you're if you're not planning out your actions if you're not planning out your decision making especially financially then you're going to look up and and you're going to be stuck in a place that that you don't want to be in and you may have to take steps backward just to to get back forward again and so it it can get you in a in a place that that's very tricky a rock in a hard place situation that you don't want to have to deal with long term simply put you just can't reach goals that you don't plan for you can't reach goals that you never decided were a priority to you so why else does a good financial plan work it gives you knowledge if you're going through and trying to see if a financial plan is good for you it's going to force you into some analysis it's going to force you into some research and and googling things that that maybe you never thought in your life that you'd google and you're going to learn things and 
even more than that, as you act, you're going to learn. As you do these new steps, these things that you have not done before, you're going to learn about those places. You're going to learn about saving. You're going to learn the importance of having emergency savings. You're going to learn about investing and good things to invest in. You're, you're going to learn the differences between a 30 and a 15 year mortgage and, and all of these things. You're, you're going to end up with much more knowledge than maybe you ever hoped to get by just simply following a financial plan. A financial plan will also allow you to have reassurance. It, it will continually, a good one, will continually reassure you that you're going in the right direction. If you're making good decisions, you'll see it. It'll be evident that you're making good decisions. And that that will just show in the way that you carry yourself and, and the confidence that you have about your financial life and, and about the money that you spend and the money that you save and the money that you give. You'll do that with a lot more confidence, a lot more fervor if you have a plan. If you have a plan and that is a good plan, it's going to continually reassure you that you're on the right track. Good financial plans liberate you as well. You feel you feel free. You feel like you can do anything, like you have the the secret sauce. You have the the key to to get to where you want to get. And that is that's powerful. It's powerful to feel that freedom that can come with just simply having a plan. Like I said earlier, if you're wandering aimlessly, it's just going to, you know, set you back further and further. Even if you're wandering aimlessly into good things, not knowing how you got there, you're not going to know how to continue. But if you have a plan, if you have a good financial plan, you're just going to feel so free. You're going to feel free to spend because you've laid out in your budget where where you can spend money. You're going to feel free to, to give because you're going to have money to give. You're going to feel free to save because you have money to save. And so having a good financial plan is just something that is, it's key. It's going to do you a lot of good. And if you believe in it, if you take it to heart, it may just change your life and it will definitely change your financial life. So when will we be able to actually submit to a financial plan? Well, first off, once you finally decide and realize that what I'm doing is not working, so I need to do something that does work, then you'll be able to push yourself into that place where you can finally make a change. In a similar way, when your why is bigger than your pride, you can finally change. So, so what do I mean? I mean that when the reason why you live your life, the reason why you make financial decisions the way you do, when, when your why is bigger than the pride of saying, well, I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it this way a long time. Maybe your why is, I want my children to live a better life than I lived. Well, if that's your why, if that becomes bigger than you thinking you've got it all figured out, then you'll change. Then you'll follow a plan. Then you will finally submit to the plan the way you're supposed to. In a similar way, if you see retirement coming and you know that, that you have to have retirement income of a, of a certain amount and you're not there yet, well, that might just override the pride of saying, well, I've done things for so many years in a particular way and I'm not willing to change. Those things will make you submit. When that why is bigger than that pride, you will change. You will submit to some kind of plan. Hopefully it's a good financial plan.
you will also submit to a financial plan when you decide you want to have one less stress, when you decide that you want to have one less thing that is just eating at you and just gnawing at you all the time. Because money can do that to people. Money can get inside of you and just really make you just struggle and, and make you really uncomfortable with with how you're living and what you're doing. And, and we don't want that. So those feelings can make you submit to a financial plan. Also, relationships and relationships that are splintered can make you submit to a financial plan. A lot of people realize things, one of the most common is in marriages. They realize that their marriage is going downhill and it's it's heavily predicated on financial issues. Well, one of the biggest causes of divorce in the United States is, is money fights and money problems. And so if you know that already and, and people start seeing their relationship splinter, then they want to do something about it. They want to create some kind of plan to get out of that place. And, and a lot of those people can simply turn to a good financial plan and it can really ease the burdens in those relationships and kind of help those people to, to work back together. And so when, once people start feeling those relationships get splintered, then they're much more likely to decide, I need to follow a plan. So maybe you're in one of those places, and, and that's okay. It's okay to be in one of those places where you're finally realizing that you need to submit to something. That's awesome. And hopefully I'm meeting you at just the right time to where you can look at the financial action plan that we're going to lay out throughout the rest of this week and into next week and say, okay, I'm going to start putting these steps in place, and it'll help me move forward no matter where I am in my financial life. So finally, I'll just hit on a couple quick things about what does a, a good financial plan yield us? And I think you're going to like all these things. So we'll, we'll start just primarily, a good financial plan is going to leave you debt-free. And oh my gosh, if, if you don't have payments, think about all the, all the money you're going to have left over. Think about all the things that you are going to be able to do that you couldn't do before. If you are debt-free, that's just going to alleviate some of the pain that you've had, alleviate some of the stresses, and you're going to be able to, to work forward financially in, in a way that you've never done before. A good financial plan is also going to give you the ability to spend in a way that is responsible. It's going to give you permission to spend your money in a particular way. And, and that's awesome. It's, it's awesome to spend your money. It's part of financial balance that, that we need to maintain. And so if you are looking at a financial plan that doesn't give you the ability to spend in a responsible way, then it's probably not a good one. Your budget needs to lay out your spending in a responsible manner. And so we want to be able to, to spend responsibly, but we also are going to have the ability to save and give in a way that we never have before. So if you're spending responsibly, right, and you're making that budget and, and you're working through a financial plan, then you're going to find money especially if you're debt-free, you're going to find money that you didn't know you had, and you're going to find money in your budget that's just, oh my gosh, I didn't know we had the ability to give this much. I didn't know we had the ability to save this much. And you'll start finding that, that those things are realistic and those things can be done. And it's not just a pipe dream to be able to give, save, and live in appropriate proportions. When I say live, I mean spend, right? So give, save, and spend in appropriate proportions. And if you're able to do those things, then you're you're well on your way to a good financial life and, 
and a lot of joy and liberation that comes with living out a good financial plan. So let's just get this straight. Nobody really cares to be told what to do. I understand you don't want to listen to just another person drone about what you should do and how you should live your life and and another how-to or another self-help. But I'm telling you, especially the steps that I'm going to lay out for you the rest of this week, these steps work. I, I live these out in my own life. I've seen people do these steps. It, it absolutely works. It absolutely will get you to a place where you can be financially free. You can, you can live your life free of the burdens that finances may have on you currently, or maybe you're living in an apathetic way towards your finances, and it can change that as well. So having a good financial plan is just, it's so key. It's so integral to our lives and, and the things that we need to do financially. So starting with a plan, being able to listen to this financial plan that I'm going to lay forward the rest of this week and into next week and put those steps into action, that's just going to do you so much good. And so I look forward as we as we move into this to, to see your responses, to see the comments that you leave for me about how these steps may may impact your life and how following this plan does you a lot of good because I, I will promise you this, that negative will not come from this plan. Only good things come from following a good financial plan. Obviously, I can't predict the things that are going to happen in your life external to your plan, but if the plan is good, you can pick it up wherever you are in life and be able to grow forward and, and not fall behind. So guys, thanks so much for another great episode. Uh, I'm just so excited to continue pushing forward in this financial action plan. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like it. Don't forget to hit the bell. Also, go to our website. Check out our website, www.mnowithdylan.com, and uh, you can find out some more things about uh, what I'm doing and, and the, the financial coaching services that I offer uh, to, to anybody who's interested. So you can go there to check that out. Also, the major social medias, at mnowithdylan. Um, maybe you're interested in some of the things that I post. I post a lot of content uh, on the the social media sites so you can you can always keep up there and and just just being plugged in into what we're doing as we move forward it can be such a big thing so so please do all those things for me that'd be that'd be really really helpful and it would allow you to grow as well as allow me to to grow the following and and grow the community uh, around this this channel and this podcast so tune in tomorrow as we start with part one of the financial action plan, and this is how to budget effectively. And, and that'll be dropping tomorrow at 6 a.m. Central, just like this video did, 6 a.m. Central. So check that out. That's gonna be just the first step that we're gonna take in this financial action plan, which is gonna be a, a series of steps that are just gonna be so big in living a financially free life also, if you want the broad topics without as much detail, check out the weekly rewinds that I post. I post those every Saturday at 6 a.m. Central. Those are just clips from that week's videos, and, and maybe you get really interested, and then you can go back and watch that particular video from the previous week. So you can check those out. Those are really useful and can provide you some of the just big bullet points of what we're doing on MNO. Once again, thank you guys so much for watching. 
this sixth episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.